I think the reason why we're talking about what's your state of being is because they were being without, right? And so they mm. felt like they had a lack. I didn't have courage, so I can't be a real lion. And right. what that did is it perpetuates their behavior. And so they acted cowardly or they acted like they were stone cold, like the tin man and didn't have a heart. But when it came down to it, they had those things. Welcome to the Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. <laughs> and doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. You yeah, mindful all of this. the stuff. <laughs> So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. Hey guys, you're listening to episode number 13 of the Push Podcast. Oh, I'm so excited for today. Me too. (laughs) So we want to talk to you about the season in life, the season of life. Okay. That you're in right now. (laughs) So I ran into one of the girls at Costco. Shout out to Jasmine if she's listening. I gave her a card to listen to the Push podcast. And we were talking about just like the holidays and the seasons. And I had told her that we did an episode on chaotic holidays and stuff. And she said, did you talk about how like people, if you work in retail, you can really start to hate the holidays because people are so mean and all they care about is running into Costco and getting their gifts and just being rude. So sometimes the holidays puts you in like a bad mood, right? Right. So we're recording this or you're listening to this December 17th. We are now 14 days from a new decade. That's amazing, right? That's crazy. And all the people we've been talking to have been talking about how the year 2019 has just flown by. And so I want to talk to you as we're wrapping up the new year about did it go by really fast? Like, did it fly by for you? Is zooming? Is that the kids say? It was zooming? It was zooming. Jordan would say that. Yeah, I think every year at some point seems to accelerate right after like June. That's what old people say. Yeah, really? Yeah, they say like time flies by and all. Yeah, but it feels like you get through January and then like for us, we have like the season of birthdays, right? So it starts with my birthday. Mm-hmm. Well, it really starts with our anniversary in January, then your sister's birthday, and then it just kind of like snowballs. And before you know it, it's my birthday, then it's yours, That's and then May. it's the girls. And before you know it, they're out of school. Half the year's over. And then we're like, and then once June hits, it may as well be December. Yeah. So we just canceled the next last six months of the year and right. just head into the new year. So here we are in December. <laughs> and I'm wondering, like, what season of life you're in right now? Are you working a retail job like maybe Jasmine and you're around crappy people? <laughs> And that kind of puts a damper on this season in your life. Are you a teacher maybe who's on a break away from school? You're taking some time off. Are you maybe overindulging in some unhealthy food over the holidays? Are you spending a lot of time watching some movies with your kids and being kind of sedentary in this season? Are you a person who works from home and maybe your kids are on break and so They're home. It's loud. It's causing extra stress for you. You have to still get your work done. Your boss doesn't understand. So maybe you're in a stressful season or a bad season or a good season or 
I don't know, several different types of seasons. And so I want to ask you, who are you being in this season right now? Are you being a person of integrity, keeping your commitments? Are you a person with a short fuse? Are you being a person who's maybe snappy with people that you love? Are you energized in this season? Are you inspired, open to learning right now? Are you being a contributor? Are you a person who's being super productive and maybe working too much? Are you in a season of frustration? Maybe you're sad. Maybe you're depressed, anxious, or worried. I just kind of want to know what season you're in. Yeah, and these are seasons I think that these are like states of being that people either that this is their behavior or they start to self-identify themselves with these things consciously and unconsciously. So maybe you don't know that you're being a snappy person. But if you would ask your husband or your partner for some feedback, they would say, hey, you know, well, they what? would tell you <laughs> you've been real snappy. Right. Or maybe you are feeling some type of depression. Right. And so you start to self-identify as a person that is depressed. So these are different seasons that people go through, especially during the holidays, because we've talked about on another podcast where sometimes the holidays can magnify how you felt or you're currently feeling in this particular season. So who are you being? Right. So all these states of being, they create some daily habits and behaviors that you choose to perpetuate, right? Right. So if you are being a person who does sad, depressed things, guess what? You're going to wake up every day and you're going to be even more sad, depressed, anxious, and worried. And so we're going to talk to you today about your state of being and maybe how you might be choosing to be this person unconsciously. Yeah. And also how those states of being may feel like you're being victimized because of your current circumstances, right? So yeah, I love that. Being a victim of your current circumstances. That kind of reminds me of a movie that I used to watch when I was a kid. (laughs) You guys might be a little familiar with it. There was a scarecrow, there was a lion, there was a tin man, and then there was Dorothy. Yeah, and don't forget about Dorothy's little dog. Toto. Yeah, he's a little dog too. We're talking about (laughs) The Wizard of Oz, and I think when we were talking about the title of this episode, one of the titles was If I Only Had a Brain and Other Lessons from The Wizard of Oz. (laughs) But you want to talk to them about The Oz Principles? Yeah, so The Oz Principle was a book that we read years ago that was that outlined how you could become a victim of your circumstances. And so when you think about the story of The Wizard of Oz, they were all placed in this scenario where they didn't feel like they had what it took. They didn't have what they needed in order to survive their current circumstances, where the, the scarecrow didn't think he had, I think he said he didn't have a, a heart. No, the scarecrow no, brain. didn't have a brain. He didn't have a brain, so he was just kind of stuck there the whole day. The uh, lion didn't have, have courage. courage. Which is synonymous with the, having a lion, being a lion. Right. Or the tin man didn't have a heart, and so he was hollow. Right. And then Dorothy didn't have what it took to get home, and so they were all relying on this person called the Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. And they, this person was going to give them all the things that they needed that they didn't have, and because they didn't have it, they were a victim. And if you remember the story, they were all a victim of this situation. Well, I was made and I wasn't, I, they stuffed me with straw, but they mm-hmm. didn't give me a brain or the tin man, they didn't give me a heart. And when you watch them, the story unfold, what they have, what they come to realize is they had what they already needed the entire time. Right. And, so then that led me to the second potential title of this podcast, which was Girl, Wake Up. You have everything you need. <laughs> yeah. So Dorothy, all she needed to do was click her heels together and she could have went home at any point. And so I think the reason why we're talking about what's your state of being 
is because they were being without, right? And so they mm-hmm. felt like they had a lack. I didn't have a courage, so I can't be a real lion. And right. what that did is it perpetuates their behavior. And so they acted cowardly or they acted like they were stone cold, like the tin man and didn't have a heart. But when it came down to it, they had those things. Right. And so once they they stepped into themselves or when their selves was revealed to them, then they believed that they were who they thought they should be. So the Push podcast is designed to push you to see who you really are. And today yeah. we're going to kind of dive deep into a little bit of that and those beliefs. So I'll go first and then you can go. But I believed, I think one of my beliefs that was limiting was that wealth just wasn't something that ran in my family. Mm. I say that with air quotes, right? Because we tell ourselves stupid things like that. Like people in my family weren't wealthy. So if I was having money issues or finance issues, then maybe just people in my family, we don't come from a family of money. So then I can't be a person of wealth, right? So then guess what? I wound up not managing my money or doing the things that wealthy people did. And that was mostly in part because I didn't know what things wealthy people did with their money, right? Right. So then I started to question my beliefs, which I had to. And in order to like start questioning, is this really true? Is it true that wealth is not something that's available to me? Of course, that's not true. I had to start asking better questions. So I had to start figuring out what do wealthy people do? Well, I don't know. So in order to answer that, I had to research that. I had to start learning about that. I had to start reading books and listening to podcasts and doing things to learn what to do with my money. Right. Yeah. And that's so interesting in your story. I hope you guys catch that because like the act of wanting to be wealthy all of a sudden puts you on a journey that wealthy people I'm sure wealthy people do mm-hmm. is they figure out what is it going to take to create wealth. And you did that. And that is the first part of being right. So but I think people get tripped up when they say, well, I don't know. I don't know what wealthy people do or I would do it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, it's like it's so crazy that people don't realize that everything is a journey. Everything is an expedition to find that true thing, that one thing that that you need to know or the many things that you need to know. And well, also everything is Googleable, <laughs> or in the words of Marie Forleo, everything is figure outable. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So we're in 2019. You could literally find anything you could ask Siri. So yeah. what did you believe like maybe recently or when you were growing up? What belief did you have that didn't serve you? Yeah, I believed because and this is interesting because I think certain things came I would say pretty easy to me. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like I was a talented person. Right. So sports came easy. easy. Selling came easy to me. Being a people person. Being a people person, being able to to really be charismatic and really use influence was something that came easy to me. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, I'm talented. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is the ego talking. I have these skills so people can't wait to pluck me out of this situation and and give me what I need or Mm. promote me or embrace me. And so what I felt was when my talent was enough and I just needed to wait until someone found me. So you thought you'd be the chosen one. I thought I would be the chosen one. Mm. I, I, for so long, I, I believed that. Right? So wait, did you hear what Eddie said, you guys? He said, I thought I would be plucked out of my current circumstance and I would be chosen yeah. by someone else. Right. Waiting for permission. Waiting for permission, thinking that I just needed to show up. And if I showed up, then someone would select me. Not knowing, and I think I owe this to my wife, not knowing that I have to be a self-advocate for myself. Mm. I have to ask for things that I want 
from people and not just to God. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't just pray and then just go, okay, God, I prayed now I'm just waiting. Like you got to actually do stuff. And I think that I watched her be a fantastic self-advocate for herself that it made me understand that, wow, you can be as talented as all get out. But if you don't put yourself out there, if you don't make yourself vulnerable by asking for what you want, then you will never be selected. And I wish the girls were here to tell you, like, what's my motto in life that I tell the girls? Close mobs don't get fed. Right. And so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen out there, I mean, I love that you gave me a little bit of credit for that. Thank you, honey. Yeah. But I think that well, you would agree that caused some problems in our marriage early on is that like we wanted to get promoted. We wanted to move up the ladder. And Eddie's so nice and charismatic that he thought that, you know, just don't you come. see me? I'm tight. Right. And I was over <laughs> here asking for stuff. Right. I was asking for raises, asking for promotions, asking to be transferred. And what happened? And you got those things. <laughs> right. And you know what's so crazy is that I look back at my childhood and, and I remember not really asking for anything ever. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about that, like that's something that you pull and you think, okay, that's how I live my life. I don't ask for these things. But that taught me like, wow, you have to ask for things, mm -hmm. right? And so that belief system that I had from a, being a child to being an adult, didn't serve me to the level that I wanted to go. Mm. And so that's the thing I would say just at this point in time in this podcast is what is the belief system right now that's ill-equipped to taking you to the next level? Because I definitely had that belief system that, hey, as long as I showed up and I showed the world that I was talented, that I would be selected, that I would be on the team, that I would make it. And that was not the case. Wow, that's good. So I want to ask our listeners, like, who do you believe that you are? And I hope that you're listening to this or maybe catching the replay because this obviously is a little deeper than our last couple episodes. But <laughs> I want to ask you, who do you believe that you are? Because this is going to help kind of peel back the layers to get you to see why you may be in the season that you're in and mm -hmm. why you may feel like you're a victim of your circumstances. So do you believe that you're a juggler of all things? Do you believe that you're the doormat of your family and you're always being taken advantage of? Do you believe that bad luck always finds you? Do you know how many people we know that yeah. feel like they are bad luck attractors? Yep. Do you believe that you're a failure because you've made a couple of bad decisions and so now you've given yourself this title that you wear and you're not proud of it, but you definitely claim it? Yeah. And you know what's crazy is that these beliefs, they become true. Well, right? yeah, because we were talking earlier about like, if you believe that you aren't pretty, what do you do? You don't dress up. Okay. You, don't, you don't make yourself, you don't do anything to perpetuate your beauty. <laughs> right. If you believe that you aren't a person who's influential. Then you never try to influence anyone. You, you, you don't say, speak up. You don't speak up. You sit, your, you sit in the background because you don't believe you're that person. So right. why would you do that? If you believe that you're not fit. Then you don't do fit shit. <laughs> <laughs> you Literally like you. If you don't believe you're fit, you will find yourself not fit. Right. If you don't believe that you're smart, then what wouldn't you do? Yeah. If you don't believe you're smart, this is a big one. You don't do what smart people do. So you mm -hmm. don't pick up books. You don't educate yourself because you don't believe that that's possible for you to be a person that a high intelligence. So I think that all of these beliefs that people have, they become that and then they act as such. Like you act as you are. Mm -hmm. And until you realize that these are just things that you experience, these are things that are not permanent, 
then you will constantly be in that state of belief. So I think this is the part where we want you to maybe pause this podcast and make a list of your current beliefs. Like what things do you believe to be true about yourself? And what you'll do now that you've listened to a couple minutes, you'll say like, oh, I'm not going to write that because I know that's wrong. Don't do that. Like just write the things that up until this moment maybe were your beliefs of choice. Yeah. And I think what's so powerful, and we mentioned this, but anytime you start a sentence saying, I am Mm -hmm. depressed, I am so anxious, I am frustrated, those are powerful statements because not only are you saying that one, you're experiencing these things. But also what you're saying is you are self-identifying as those things. So you have become the situation. Mm. So if you remember in the Wizard of Oz, they were all had become their situation. They had become the scarecrow didn't even try to think Mm -hmm. because he had become what he thought he was. And so until you really understand that those are things that you just experienced, you may make a mistake and you may feel stupid. But you're not stupid. Right. And I think it's important to note, though, that we are not just here talking about positive woo-woo stuff, right? This isn't about just like, oh, change your mindset, you'll change your life. That is true to a certain degree, but you can't just change your mindset. You have to actually change your identity, like who you believe you are. So that's why we're starting with beliefs. What do you believe that may not be serving you? And then you have to create the life that you want, not sit there and wait for it to come find you, right? right? And so I think it's easy to do what you think you are. Like Mm -hmm. you said, if you're not a fit person, you wouldn't work out, right? Right. But let's talk about some other things that are easy for you to do because you've placed a label on yourself. So I have a friend that says, well, I'm always late. You guys Mm. know that. She just owns that. (laughs) I hate it. Like you're not a person who's late by Like you weren't born late. Like you choose to be late. Your ass is running late all the time. That's something you choose. You're actively in pursuit of wasting time. (laughs) You're actively in pursuit (laughs) of being late. It pisses me off. Like you are not a late person. You're just always late. You're choosing that, right? What about when people say, oh, I'm just not good with names? No, you choose to not remember people's right. names. You have not decided to come up with a strategy to remember people's right. names. There's yeah. way. Jim Quick, you can look him up on YouTube. He'll show you <laughs> that that is a lie. You just choose to not be a person who remembers other people's names. Yeah. You are not born with a bad memory. Right. You just can be a person who chooses to not exercise their memory mm-hmm. when it comes to remembering people's names. What about people who say like, oh, I'm terrible with money? They don't usually say that out loud, but they'll say that because right. they know it to be true. Oh, right? I have a spending problem. Right. Oh, and then, and then oh, I have a shopping problem. I have a shopping problem. No, you just go shopping too much. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so you created a problem, right. right? Or what about, I love this, when people say, oh, I'm shy, I'm an introvert. Yeah. And we hear this all the time. And I think that we've tried to shake these things out of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those things are things that you may find yourself leaning towards as you lean towards listening first before mm-hmm. you speak. But that is not an identification of who you are as a person, mm-hmm. right? Because you can choose you to can still choose. talk to yeah, people. I, I would say that it may be uncomfortable. I but lean you can towards it. being more of an extrovert. But then there are times where people may mistake me as an introvert, mm-hmm. right? Is because I choose, this is the moment in time where I just want to listen. Right. Right. Here's one. I got to tell you, I hate this. I hate this, especially when young women do this. I'm sensitive. I'm emotional. Mm, you're no. choosing to be <laughs> sensitive and emotional, which is why you cry all the damn time. <laughs> Seriously. Like, so, this is important. I want to make sure we, people understand this. 
Like you may be listening to them and you may be thinking, but I am. Like if you find yourself a slight bit uncomfortable or a little pissed at us at, at this, then you know you've got a belief issue that you've got to remedy. Right. Because anytime you feel triggered by something like this type of conversation. It's for you. It, yeah, it is for you. It is your ego screaming out. They're attacking you. Right. Protect yourself. I'm trying to protect myself. I'm trying to, this is who we are. We're right. an emotional person. And here's the thing. You may find yourself watching something and you get emotional. It's because, you know what? You choose that this is something that's meaningful to you. Right. That's okay. I cried at church today. Yeah, absolutely. Like there are commercials that you look at and you go, oh my God. I, I cried wanna... in Frozen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so there's a high, people have a high sensitivity to things. They have, a, they're very empathetic. But at the same time, is that's not an identity thing. Like right. it, you can change it. You, you can, can handle big things skills without breaking down. Right. Right. One hundred percent. Right. So we want to talk to you again about these things, these beliefs that you maybe try on, and then they just become your permanent wardrobe, mm. right? <laughs> and you <laughs> just good. like to rock this outfit all the time, unknowingly right. that you're wearing the same damn clothes from 1997, and they no longer fit you. Mm-mm. Like they just they are out of season. They're not even cute, and you just keep putting them on every day. And I'd say this before we move on. The scary thing is, and I hope you guys are listening to this, the scary thing is, is that we take on these states of being, we believe that's our identity, and then we don't want to change it because it's the most comfortable thing we know. Right, because it's easy to do what you think you are. Exactly. And the thing is, is that we don't fear the unknown of changing. We fear losing the knowing. We don't fear the unknown. If you really look about, look at your fears, you don't fear changing because it's unknown. You fear losing what you think you know. Mm. Because what we that think we know, wrong. right, would make you wrong. And the last thing we want to know is that we've been living wrong. This is why when you tell people you have a choice around how you, their emotional state, they get so upset because what you're saying is, is I didn't, I chose to feel suffering. Right. The reality is, is with all my heart, with all the empathy in my heart, you are. Mm -hmm. You are always, pain is going to happen, but suffering is definitely a choice. And so, and it's a hard choice, but if you find yourself feeling like, okay, no, they're wrong and I'm going to turn this podcast off because- Don't do it. Don't do it. Because this is for you. This is for you. And we want to make sure that this really resonates with you. So I want to repeat this again. It's easy to do what you think that you are. But it's hard to do what you think that you're not. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm a person who can control my emotions. I don't think I'm a person who can be sad but not act sad, right? Right. And it's simply not true. So we're going to talk to you today about the wrong recipe that people have been giving you. And that is something along the lines of this. We say things like, when I have blank, then I'll be able to finally do blank and then I'll be blank, right? Right. So like, let's use health as a good example, because I think if we really peel back the desires of humans, it's either going to center around health, wealth, or relationships, yeah. right? So if I had good health, right, because everybody wants to be healthy, they want to live a long time, they want a fit body. If I had good health, then I'd do these things, which would be, what would you do? If you had a J-Lo body, if I had a J-Lo body, then I'd probably make working out a priority. I'd probably do things like eat healthier. I'd probably be more mindful of what I put into my mouth and body. Mm -hmm. I would probably take on... If you look like The Rock, what would you do? (laughs) There's a lot of things about you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like what? You said there's a lot of things. What would you do if you look like The Rock? If I look like The Rock, I would get more tattoos. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> if I look like The Rock, like then I would I would work my ass off to keep that. Okay. Right? I would look at and I would measure my food. I would do all the things that would maintain that identity that I have kind of created. So is it true that if you had a body like The Rock, you'd be, you'd do things that healthy people do. Right. And then that would make you be a person who's healthy. You'd be probably an advocate for health and wellness, right? Right. Because I would tell you the biggest change that I had socially when I started to like get it into health was everyone wanted my yes. advice. They were like, okay, what do I eat? How do I do this? How do we do that? Which feels great because you can be a kind of a conduit to good health. You can share things that you've learned about your journey. It definitely changes your identity and who you think you are. Right. So here's another one. If I had more money, then I'd do blank and then I'd probably be a generous person. Right. right. So if I had more money, some of the things that you guys are thinking, well, if I had more money, I'd donate more for sure. I'd pay my bills on time. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't be late. I'd be able to probably manage my finances better. If I had more money, I'd learn more about investing then. Mm -hmm. If I had more money, I would definitely save and I wouldn't be in trouble when I ran out, right? And then I think you would become a person who's maybe a generous person. You'd become a person who's wealthy, right. a person who gives, right? Let's talk about relationships. If I had better relationships, then I'd probably make time to nurture those relationships. I'd right. reach out and I'd connect more with the people that I love, that I cared about. I'd go out of my way to be supportive of my friends. I'd be there when they needed me. And then I'd be a person who had meaningful, fruitful relationships. I'd be a supportive, loving friend. That is like, there, there's people right now listening to this, wishing they had better relationships. And they're going, I wish I had better relationships. And you just give them the, you just gave them the blueprint of mm -hmm. how to create that. I'm curious how many people take that on. Well, let me give them another example of the bad recipe. Remember, this recipe is if I had this, then I'd do this, and then I would be this successful person, right? So here's another one. If I had a better job, mm. this is a good one. If I had a better job, then I'd be more willing to go above and beyond, Right. Don't you hear that all the time, all the time. at your job, right? Yeah. And if I had a better job, I'd show up excited for work every day. Well, okay. <laughs> if I had a better job, I'd be motivated to stay and work later hours and maybe even go the extra mile. Mm -hmm. If I had a better job, I'd have great ideas to contribute to the company for the company's overall well-being. Right. If I had a better job, then I'd probably be able to use my skills and talents and strengths to contribute at a higher level. If I did these things, I'd become a better employee. I'd be someone who valued my job and I'd be successful and recognized. And so what's crazy with that is that all of these things, and I hope you guys listen to this, you're basically saying you want the world to change and to be ready for you so that you can be something different. Right. So you're waiting for things that are outside of your control to actually curtail and modify so that it is best for you to be something that you currently believe that you're not. So here's where your life needs to change by listening to the Push podcast. You need to flip the recipe. So yeah. obviously you guys know I have a bakery. I'm big into recipes. Recipes are a science. And when you screw up the science, it's not just so much about the ingredients. It's about the right amounts. Right. And it's also a lot of times people don't know about the order. 
Mm. And in this particular recipe, all we have to do is flip the order. So instead of if I had these things, then I would do these things and then I would become this person. What if we became that person first right now? What if we said, you know what? I'm a fit person. And then these are the things that fit people do. Right. And I think you have to write. And then this is the body that I have. Right. I am a healthy person. I am a person that can handle anything. What do I do? Well, this is my strategy and how I become perpetuate that and fulfill who I feel like I am. What we're talking about, guys, is really about understanding that building a belief system around who you want to be now, not when the world changes, but when you change today, you decide I'm going to be this person and I'm going to do what these types of people do so that I can have what these types of people have. And instead of saying this, I will be more emotional, emotionally stable when the world gets better. Mm. Could, could you imagine that? Like when the world is not chaotic anymore, then I will be far more emotionally stable. Well, this is well, becoming <laughs> a victim to your circumstances, exactly. which is the point of this episode, right? And so if you really think about that, that is not a rational way of thinking. No. It's not a way that's going to really change. You're never going to change if you're waiting for the world to change. Well, you're saying your change like is contingent upon... Yeah. Everybody else. Right. I will change when these things happen. Right. Right. And so we're saying the new recipe needs to be be, do, have. This is the person that I am going to be. These are the types of things that this person does. And then guess what? I just happen to miraculously have all the shit that this this type (laughs) of person does. Right. Because if you currently, if you don't believe this is true, look at your life right now. What do you have? And if you have what you think that you should have because you believe who you think you are, then you know you just need to flip it and change a direction and just be who, what you want. Well, let me drop another bomb, though. If you look at your life and you look at the things that you have, it is a thousand percent correlated to the things that you do. Mm-hmm. So if you find yourself like, yeah, I wish I had The Rock's body or J-Lo's body. That's all fine and dandy. Well, let me ask you something, sister. Do you do the things that J-Lo does to have a body like that? The answer is no. Right. Right. So we could sit there and say, yeah, if I had all that money, then I would hire a personal trainer and then I would go to the gym and then I would work hard and then I would be happy. It's Mm -hmm. not true. If you actually did a few of the things that J-Lo does, you'd probably look a lot more like her than you even could imagine. Yeah, and I hope you guys are not getting caught and up. I bet in like you'd the, be better conf- thinking at like thinking about things like, "Wow, my confidence has definitely increased. I'm oh. starting to feel a little bit more like J Lo." Right, and and I hope you guys are not caught up. We're just using J Lo and The Rock as an, an example, but the key thing is is that understanding that all of these things are under your control, and once you decided that who you want to be, then you're going to be able to do what those people do and have what you want to have. But currently right now, you are what you do and you have what you do. And what we're trying to say to you right now is that really look at the things that are important to you and what are you self-identifying with that you shouldn't. So who am I? What things am I doing? What are my beliefs? What do I think I stand for? What titles am I giving myself? What what outfit am I wearing that doesn't serve me? Or maybe it does. You think it does. It keeps you safe, right? So ask yourself all those questions and then say, how is this actually contributing to the life that I have right now? Yeah. The season that I'm in right now, have I done something to contribute to this? Mm. And the answer is yes. Yeah. 
And so I think this is about you understanding that you have the power to drastically change your life. You don't have to become or be the victim of your circumstance. You okay. have everything that you need, just like the scarecrow, just like right. the lion, just like the tin man. And I hope this doesn't go too deep, but I have to say this because I think it's, it's so important. You are the thinker of your thoughts, which means that there is a higher sense of yourself that's higher than your belief system. And it is, it is your identity. And that means that when you think about your beliefs, the thought, the process of actually thinking about your beliefs, meaning that means that you are not your beliefs. So that means your beliefs can change. And so if you have beliefs that don't support what you want in life, change them. And that is a cool thing about the identity is like, there's a part of you that constantly can analyze yourself and you can disassociate yourself from what you feel that you are and you can analyze yourself and you can observe yourself and you could better understand yourself. Guys, that's what's called awareness. And when you have that really deep sense of awareness, then you're not chained to any belief system. You can change your belief system very quickly and very easily. And then you go after that belief system by doing the things that you believe. And so I know that that's really high level and I know that that's very existential and as far as being, but that is the gift that we have on this earth is that we can constantly change and evolve and be aware of ourselves. And I think to kind of dumb it down, you're telling me that <laughs> like the stories that I repeat to myself, the stories that I claim, the things that I've been through, my circumstances, my experiences, those have created my beliefs. Mm -hmm. My beliefs have created this person who's become my identity. And this is who I'm claiming every day. Right. And the moment I can decide that, mm, you know what? That's no longer my truth. Right. I can start to shift it, change it and transform my life. That's so much power right there. Like, I think when you really say to yourself, I'm just going to change this belief. And a lot of times we need to see something. We need to experience something. We need this podcast to illuminate something that we know to be true. Like, you know that you can change your belief. The sad thing is, is that we're scared to do it. Well, because then you have to shed what you believed to be your truth, right? which might make you feel like now I'm a liar or yeah. now I'm behind or now, you know, I've been somebody that didn't even know this and I've been the victim and the victim sometimes feels good and empowering because like you're in control. Yeah. And I think that when we, you know, not to go too far off, but that's what progress is. Progress is that ability to say what once worked for you, you're willing to abandon for the idea that you can have more and be more. And something that has worked for you, like I was sharing with you, my belief system had worked for me to a certain point until someone else, my wife, had to show me, you know, that belief system doesn't work anymore. Mm -hmm. And was I willing to abandon what worked for me once to take on a different level and that's hard to do right. because it's, even though I saw it, I still couldn't change my belief because it was something that, that had worked for me. And so the idea of leaving something that, that was effective to something that I'm not sure about or I just seen someone else be able to exercise, that's a scary thing. So we know we're not talking about something that's easy, but what we're talking about is something that is, is definitely something that you can do and it's simple. And also, I mean, we were going to have some skeptics out there that are like, well, yeah, that might have worked for you, but that doesn't work for someone like me. 
again. Of course, and it won't. If you're triggered <laughs> and if you believe that to be true, then you're going to stay stuck because whatever you believe is actually what's going to happen. What you believe you get. So if you believe that you're the thinker of your thoughts, which is what we're telling you, then that means you're the creator of those thoughts and that means you can change those thoughts. Mm -hmm. So that means that you should be feeling super empowered right now, right? right? And I had this conversation with my friend Sophia like months ago, and she said, well, that's great that I'm the thinker of my thoughts, but then how do I change my thoughts? Like when negative thoughts creep in, how do I change those, right? Oh, that's like a whole other well, podcast. Well, I'll just tell it is another podcast, but can I answer it? Yeah. You choose different thoughts. Absolutely. And, and the key thing is what, what I would add to that is whatever you resist, you persist. So trying to stop thinking about something is not effective. You have to do exactly what Janelle just said. You have to choose different thoughts. And then when the other thoughts creep in, as they will, you go back to the thoughts that you want to have. You go back to where you want to be. And you continue to think about the things that you want and stay away from the things that you don't want. Um, and that is a, like a law. You cannot, whatever you resist, it will persist, like lifting weights. Mm, well, that's kind of a good thing, though. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad right. example. No, what I'm saying is, is that like, and it probably I mean, I get example. what you're yeah. saying, but people want that sort of resistance <laughs> yeah, and resistance. But what I'm saying is, it's like if you are exercising and you're resisting exercising, like you haven't just given in to the fact, okay, I'm going full force in exercising, then exercising feels like agony. Mm -hmm. It feels like pain. Mm -hmm. And so until you say, I am fully in, I can't wait to pick up some weights, I can't wait to do these burpees, like then you, it still hurts, but it doesn't hurt as much. Well, that is another episode is like doing things that you are associated some sort of negativity with, mm -hmm. with some excitement. Mm-hmm. So, for example, dieting for women, right? We say like, oh, dieting sucks. I got to give up all this stuff. Right. Yeah, well, you're going to suck at dieting because that's what you think, right? right? It's more about sacrifice. You're attaching negativity. You're attaching lack. You're attaching all of the negative things about dieting, right? But if we were to say back to kind of the JLo example, well, what does a person like Jennifer Lopez eat in order to reap the benefits of someone who has a body like that. Right. If that were something that you placed a high value on, then you probably want to do a couple of those things, right? right. And so again, this isn't just about the JLo or the rock body. This is about health, wealth, or relationships are usually the things that rank the highest for people. So we want to know, after listening to this, we want you to share some of your beliefs. What are some of the beliefs that you have just owned? You've been rocking this outfit. And after today's episode, you realize this outfit is shitty. It does not serve me anymore. So I'm going to not wear this. Yeah, burn that shit. And also, it's important because I heard actually Marianne Williamson has a great book called The Gift of Change. And in the book, she uses that example of like you might be in transition with an outfit. And what happens is people don't want to take off the old outfit because there's a time where you're naked. Mm. And you're exposed and it's vulnerable and That's you so maybe haven't chosen a new outfit. So you, there's a time where you're standing there and it feels uncomfortable. And I'm there's glad you so said much uh, yeah, I'm that. So, right? I'm so glad you said that. And I know we're going to end right now, but that is the key thing. I hope you guys caught that. Like that vulnerability, deciding a new belief, it's not going to come easy. It's not going to be like, I choose this belief and then the whole world just kind of submits to you. You choose this belief, but you got to be prepared for, to, challenges. for challenge, for change to actually become. And we are so ready to 
to get something out. Like we want to have the thing. I changed. Now I want the reward. I, yeah, I, but it, we want to ha- we want to have things all the time, but we're not willing to become things. Mm. And so becoming things is a traumatic thing. And I think that we'll have to to go deeper on that because once we go deeper into that, we can help people unlock and get away from these these limited beliefs that they they dress themselves in so much that that handcuff them to circumstances that they don't actually want. Right. And they believe because of the circumstances that this is all that life has for them. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. Right. And I think we'll end on this note. I got a tattoo recently of a mustard seed, mm. which is the smallest seed on the earth that is the only seed that can grow into an abundant tree, like a huge, large tree. And I thought it was really symbolic of a couple of things. Like we're really big into growth and personal development. But one thing we've learned Growth hurts like a mother, right? You've got to bust through the seed. You do a good job of talking about this, like busting out of the seed in order to sprout. Yeah, like the seed is smooth all the way around. And in order for it to grow, like you have to nurture it, you have to do all these things, but it has to go through a traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. It has to crack open, has to break first. Like that's the key thing, it has to break first in order for it to get to a place where it can even... Think about being fruitful, but it's that it's not even the end of its transition. But just knowing that some of you are going to have to break these shells, you have to break these seeds, break the beliefs, got to break Break the the stupid stories. And yeah, and I think about that when I think about the Biggest Loser when we used to watch that. Mm -hmm. How what's her name? Jillian. Jillian Michael. Michael. Uh huh. Would literally try to break people Mm -hmm. because you have to sometimes get people their most humble states so that they can be introduced to a new belief system. That's definitely my coaching style. so dearly to ineffective beliefs Mm -hmm. because it's just more comfortable right i think that's my coaching style (laughs) not that i'm like her in your face but a lot of our students have been like there was a moment i didn't like you right because you just said it straight up and you were like very matter of fact there was no bullshit attached to it and then you hit me with if this offends you or triggers you then it is for you so lean into it yeah, that and is 100% <laughs> of them have survived and they've come back and they have definitely transformed, yeah. right? So, so Janelle's is about like breaking you down. And not then in I'm, a mean I'm way, just, though. <laughs> no, not in a mean way, but really getting you to like. I want you to just see your bullshit. Be, see the sit bullshit. With it, and, you know, accept it and try on new clothes. Yeah. You can choose that. Same I'm all outfit. about throwing a seed of doubt in t- what you believe. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, you- mm, girl, look at this outfit. <laughs> Do we want to wear this? I'm like. Do you think that outfit fits you today? And you're like, oh, maybe it doesn't. Yeah. Do you think I look fat in this outfit? (laughs) How about do you? Oh, my gosh. So I hope this episode has served you, friends. We definitely are going to be looking forward to your reviews. Please let us know in your review which things... Uh, resonated the most with you? Do you have some shitty beliefs that you need to reassess? Do you have some outdated clothes that you need to go shopping for some new clothes? What is it that hits you the most? Because we really want to be here to help push you through some uncomfortable growth so that you can become the person that you're destined to become. You are already that person. You just might not know it yet. So girl, wake up. You have everything you need. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Push through. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. 
hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review, leave your handle. And until next time, push through.